How's it going everybody and you're very welcome along to another episode of the Fantasyland FPL podcast with myself Stephen Gilroy. You can find us on Twitter at Fantasyland FPL and you'll also find us over on Instagram. It's just myself today, Daruan can't join us. He has a hectic schedule ahead of him at work over in Dubai so he sends his regards and he's also sent on an old voice note with his thoughts and opinions on what was a very, very, very difficult game week 26. You can consider this somewhat of a therapy session for anybody who may have had a very difficult game with 26 uh, we'll try and pick through some of the stuff that went wrong um, I think the only winners in game with 26 were probably people that didn't wildcard maybe people that you know kept the likes of Salah, Nunes, Gakpo if they had them uh, Trent, Robertson whatever I think it was just a very difficult game week overall, not just because of the Liverpool result. I think a lot of big players didn't perform on the or the on the day or the couple of days. So we'll get into all that. We'll do a game game week twenty six recap. We'll have a look at how my team performed. Uh, Dara's got some players to target. I've got some myself, and we'll chat about some of the upcoming doubles and uh, blanks in the next few game weeks. So uh, sit back, relax, and uh, we'll get stuck into it. So game week 26 recap, let's do a quick scan over some of the results over the weekend. Start with Man City and Arsenal, a game which Man City won by two goals to nil. Uh, a stunning individual effort from Phil Foden was one of the highlights of that game. Bernardo Silva got the other goal and an assist from Erling Haaland and Rodri in the first game on Saturday afternoon. Uh, then on th- at three o'clock then, I sat down and I watched Arsenal and Bournemouth. Of course, Bournemouth scored inside the first 16 seconds to put paid to our Arsenal defence double up or even just our triple up in general so that probably wasn't the best start but Arsenal recovered uh, after Bournemouth had scored twice uh, through goals from Billing and Sensi, Partey, White and Nelson with an absolute uh, stunner in the last minute to give Arsenal a 3-2 win and uh, keep their title challenge well alive into the latter stages of the season. Aston Villa beat Palace by one goal to nil with a goal from Matty Cash in that one, Brighton beat West Ham by four goals to nil. Welbeck, Veltman, McAllister and Matoma all with goals for the Seagulls. Uh, Matoma also finished up with an assist uh, as did McAllister. So a 13-pointer for Matoma in that game along with McAllister. Gross also got an assist in that game against West Ham. Chelsea beat Leeds by a goal to nil. Uh, Wesley Fofana, the returning man in the Chelsea defence with a huge 14-pointer for the Blues. Wolves beat Spurs by a goal to nil in one of the more surprising results of the weekend. I suppose at the time of recording this, it is Thursday. uh, And we've seen that Spurs have also been knocked out of the Champions League as well. They lost out to AC Milan last night. So Kane didn't do anything in that one. Very disappointing. Then in a relegation battle or... at least one team that's fighting hard to stay away from relegation Southampton they beat Leicester by goal to nil uh, Leicester goalkeeper Danny Ward keeping a huge 11 pointer on uh, on Saturday even against Southampton with that penalty save but the Saints coming away with all three points Sunday then yet another relegation clash between Nottingham Forest and Everton Forest are probably doing a little bit better at the moment than everyone else in that bottom three. Uh, that game finished two all, two goals from uh, Brennan Johnson and goals from Decore and Damari Gray for Everton. Then the big one on Sunday, Liverpool and Manchester United. 
Uh, 7-0. 7-0. Unbelievable. I mean, who would have seen that coming? I mean, I know United have been going well the last couple of weeks and everybody's saying they're doing all the right things. They look like they're turning the corner. They're going to start being competitive, challenge over trophies. They're in all the competitions. And then to go out and get absolutely demolished by Liverpool is uh, is huge. Goals from uh, Salah, he scored twice. Darwin scored twice. Cody Gakpo scored twice. And Roberto Firmino scored twice. Salah also got two assists. Henderson, Firmino and Robertson with an assist each as well. We'll get into that fixture in a moment. And then finally on Monday, Brentford beat Fulham by three goals to two. Goals for Brentford from Ivan Tony Jensen and Pinnock. Uh, replies then for Fulham from Solomon who's actually having a fairly good last two or three games and Vinicius assists for Fulham from Andreas he got the two assists with the two Fulham goals and uh, Norgard, Hickey and Shade of Brentford with the assists for the Bees so that is game week 26 Um, the recap I mean uh, some of the bigger results I suppose as I mentioned Manchester United no fight no commitment no character nothing in that second half I mean we've probably seen reactions from all the big pundits at the moment about that game and in fairness I mean to, to lose 7-0 and I know Marcus, Marcus Rashford came out in an interview and he said that it wasn't a case that they didn't try um, I think they were just overran in, in that second half by Liverpool to be honest I think um, when Liverpool get going I mean we know how good they can be when they go forward and the likes of Nunes hasn't really clicked yet you know he's got a lot of criticism Cody Gakpo I think he's got a lot of criticism as well over the last maybe three four game weeks so it probably is just Liverpool kicking back to be honest they've probably had a difficult couple of weeks with the Champions League defeat to Real Madrid in that first leg and then you know the Premier League form has been patchy at best you know they've won a couple of games maybe you know drawn a couple of games you know Crystal Palace a couple of weeks ago so it'll be uh, interesting to see where Liverpool go from here so that is game week 26 wrapped up uh, we'll have a quick look at the uh, points tally for myself in game week 26 and uh, Dara is going to have his one later on in his voice note as well he's going to go through the good and bad so uh, we'll take a look at how I got on myself so when we did the podcast last week I suppose one thing we mentioned was that we were both considering the wild card in a big way so it was I suppose Wednesday when we recorded the podcast last week and I I said I better decide I better decide at least whether I'm going to do it or not uh, I hit the button on Wednesday night and started to build a small wild card draft so I'm not going to go through I suppose in depth what I've done because it's happened now I'll just give kind of a brief synopsis of the players I've brought in so triple Brighton I have Lewis Dunk March and Matoma triple Arsenal Gabriel Saka and Odegaard I have Marcus Rashford I brought in Emerson Royal and Kane of Spurs um I brought in Tony and David Rea for their double game week and I also brought in Ben Mee I still have Trippier and I still have Erling Haaland as well and uh, I think that is it I brought in yeah I have Danny Ward as well as my cheap goalkeeper option so I think from from a point of view of playing the wild card it's probably a pretty standard template team you know if you look ahead to the the doubles that are coming up in 27 you know for the likes of Brentford and Brighton I mean you're obviously going to try and attack them as much as you can and try and get you know full value for that so triple Brighton fine Arsenal as well they have good fixtures and it's 
I suppose it, the league leaders, Saka, you know, playing well. Odegaard, when he gets going, he plays really well. Also, I mean, I, I didn't really see how, you know, some of these picks wouldn't be good, to be honest. Um, I suppose looking back on it now, there's a couple of coin flips. Like, when we get into the, the, the points tally for my team, you'll kind of see where, you know, little decisions like that can have a kind of a huge effect on your rank. So... With that, I'll just get into the game with 2016. So wild, the wild card is played, second wild card is played, um, and I still have my bench boost, triple captain, and my free hit. Uh, I'll explain what I'm going to do with them later on in the podcast if I get a chance. So I'll just go through. I'll just go through my team. David Ray and goal two points. Brentford's clean sheet given up uh, early in the second half, as far as I know. So he finished with two. Gabriel of Arsenal finished with one. Arsenal's clean sheet obviously gone in about 16 seconds. Dunk finished with six. So that was pretty good. Brighton keeping a clean sheet against West Ham. Emerson Real, I would have convinced, or I was been, you know, fairly convinced that Emerson Real played more regularly for Spurs. So while I just have the um while I just have the app open here, I'll just take a look at uh, some of his uh, stats over the last while. And he's played yeah, so we've played 90 minutes in the last maybe, you know, six or seven game weeks and more often than not, you know, so um I I would have been convinced that that he that he played a lot for Spurs, but you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was a mistake on my decision on my part. But he has a decent fixture against uh, Wolves the weekend. So if he doesn't play that, then I might consider moving him on. But um, at, at the price that he is, he's he's not bad. But he only finished up with one point, so it didn't really matter. Uh, then moving on to midfield, Sally March with the three pointer. Usually he's involved in a lot of the good things that Brighton do today or on Saturday. Just seemed to be you know beyond him. Uh, Rashford then with two points. Game against Liverpool, yeah, I mean, very hard to uh, pick pick anything from that. I mean, United were so poor on the day, and uh, you know potentially their 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 best attacker doesn't get involved in anything, so uh, that is a shame. Saka then captain, you know, got two points, finished up with four. I think Arsenal. I mean, that game against Bournemouth, they they pressured and pressured after Bournemouth had scored the first one, and you know for at times in the first half it definitely looked like they were going to get in and get the equaliser at least before half time. And then, you know, second half starts, still a bit of early pressure, and then Bournemouth hit the second one, and you think, this is just not going to be our day as a Saka captain or so. That was unfortunate. Odegaard then also with two points. Uh, up front then, Harry Kane normally doesn't miss against fixtures or in fixtures like that against Wolves, but today just probably wasn't on the right end of it. Two points. Haaland got himself an assist, but was booked late on that game. He got four. And then finally, Tony, another one of the uh, decent options of the game week that turned out okay. He got himself an eight-pointer. And he has a big double game week ahead of him this weekend for game week 27. So this is where it starts to get a little bit uh, interesting. On the bench then, we have Ben Mee of Brentford, one point. Trippier with one point. Matoma with 13 points. So I think a lot of people will describe the Matoma versus March call uh, a toss-up coin flip whatever you want to call it and i was just on the wrong side of it i've seen a lot of people who are on the right side of it i actually watched the game with a friend of mine on saturday and he was on the right side of it so i mean it's it's frustrating because it just pushes my rank way down now a place where i don't want to be um but uh yeah look that's that is fpl that is the way it works can't control it can't do anything about it and it is what it is um 
Danny Ward then was the other big points tally on my bench. 11 points, penalty save. So Leicester lose the game, but he still ends up with 11 points. I suppose it approves once again that Leicester, you know, even though they, you know, struggle sometimes, players like Madison and Ward, they're not bad FPL picks. Like they seem to do pretty well out of certain games. So that's it. That is the that is the 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 dark day of game week twenty six done and dusted. It's probably one of the uh, worst game weeks uh, I've ever had. You'll you'll hear Dara on his voice note uh, describing uh, describing it as the the exact same. So thirty five points um, puts my rank at. I'll just I just officially now I'll tell you exactly what it's put my rank to. So I started uh, in game week twenty five on a thousand and seventy five. And a bad game week like that, game week like that will always hurt bad. So it puts me down to two point two or one point two million. Sorry. Um. So yeah, big hit. I mean, frustrating, annoying, a lot of different emotions. But look, you pick up the pieces. We have a decent team and squad put together for game week twenty seven. We'll just kind of go with that because when I well, I just have my team open in front of me here. I have one, two, three. Um, four, uh, five, six. I have six players that double in game week twenty-seven. So I think that's more than enough. To be honest, I think we can take full advantage of that. It'll just be a matter of who do we bench, who plays, who are we going to captain. It's going to be you know very difficult. I think captaincy this week is going to be a little bit of a an open field, which I like to see. I always like to see the captaincy is a little bit more. I suppose variable and there is a little bit of uh you know of a thought process behind it so hopefully um hopefully we can kind of gain back some of that rank but yeah 1.2 million it's not a great place to be you know game week 27 but uh, i've seen a couple of tweets flying around of people making uh, big recoveries over a four or five week gaming spell so i think the target is now i was just checking my game week history and i was about 600 600k finish uh last year uh, so if I can finish anywhere in and around that again, or maybe even a little bit higher, maybe two hundred k, three hundred k, I think, uh, I think that's, I think that could be absolutely, that could be, that, that could be done. You know, I mean, two or three game weeks, I think it's, it's probably, it's probably more, more than doable to be honest. So, yeah, can we close the book on game week twenty six? Uh, we'll move on, and uh, yeah, don't feel, don't feel too down about it. If uh, if you felt about game week, we've got uh, plenty. Of opportunities to turn it around so looking ahead to game week 27 i'll do a quick um overview of the game so half 12 on saturday bournemouth liverpool three o'clock games then everton brentford leeds brighton leicester chelsea spurs forest crystal palace and man city at half five sunday then fulham arsenal manchester united and southampton west ham aston villa and then at half four you have newcastle and wolves and then the second of the double game week games for Brighton and Brentford. Uh, Brighton play Crystal Palace uh, next Wednesday, the 15th of March, half seven. And at the same time, Southampton play Brentford. So that is a, just a quick, I suppose, high level overview of game week 27. Um, it's worth noting that there is other teams that have doubles. So Crystal Palace have a double of Manchester City and Brighton and Old Albion. Not very attractive, to be honest. Don't, don't like it that much in Crystal Palace aren't really a team that you know are coming up on my radar uh southampton also have a double manchester united and brentford again southampton with the way they are i know they had a good win on saturday i don't think that they're going to be popular with the many fpl managers so that is the the plan for game week 27 obviously i think a lot of people uh, you know i'm not going to tell you to get brighton 
or Brentford players because a lot of people have already done it. A lot of people have loaded up. They've got their four or five, six players and they're ready to go. That would be the number one tip that I would tell people. Like if you if you're if you're short on Brighton players or or Brentford players, you know, get them in. Tony, I mean, look at Tony's fixtures. Everton and Southampton, like that is one hundred percent a player that you could captain for them two games. You know, Brentford scoring goals. Main point of their attack is Ivan Tony, and I don't think he's going to let us down. I think it's probably going to be a pretty good week for Ivan Tony. Um, then obviously Brighton, the the goals always get shared out between the Brighton attackers so if you you have maybe one Brighton attacker I'd try and double it uh maybe you know go up to three if you can um I've seen a couple of tweets as well of people saying to save your transfer for this week because you obviously you're going to need them to try and sort yourself out for uh game week 28 I think the plan for me with game week 28 is I'm just going to be real um real kind of just honest about it I'm either going to use the free hit uh, or try and navigate it and use the free hit in 29 uh, to just double up on on um, on double game week players but uh, I haven't decided just yet like the, if I'm in real bad shape for the uh, for the blank in 28 um, you know I might have to do a little bit of surgery but like if you have two free transfers going into 28 obviously it's an awful lot easier to try and uh, to try and get through it but um, yeah, it, there's a huge double game we coming in uh, in 29. So just uh, while I have it open here, I will tell you who doubles in 29. So there are doubles for Aston Villa, uh, Bournemouth, Brentford. Um, yeah, Brentford have another double. Uh, Brighton have another double in 29 as well. Chelsea have a double. We have Leeds, they have Arsenal and Nottingham Forest. Leicester have Crystal Palace and Aston Villa. That could be a really good double for Leicester. Uh, Liverpool have a double of Manchester City and Chelsea. Not really too interested in that, to be honest. United have Newcastle and Brentford. Newcastle have uh, Manchester United West Ham. Forest have Wolves and Leeds. Not a bad double either. If you're looking to bring in the likes of Brennan Johnson or go for someone different, West Ham then have a double against Southampton and Newcastle. So, huge double game we coming in 29, and uh, it's going to be real interesting to try and plan for that. So, let's take a look at some game week players that impressed over the weekend. Now, I know Dara's got his own list, but I'll just go very briefly through uh, a few players that I just jotted down. I know Dara always looks after this part of the pod. Uh, Foden, one goal, you know, great goal against Newcastle at the weekend. Always is explosive when he does well. Uh, Matty Cash, one goal for Aston Villa. Um, not really seen too much of Matty Cash in the last while. I've not really sat down to watch too much of Villa, to be honest. But uh, I'm sure that um, I'm sure that he could be a player if the price is right. You could go for uh, Gross Matoma. Obviously, I just mentioned if you haven't got these Brighton double up, triple up, then get on it. They they played really well at the weekend. Wesley Fofana, the man who hasn't played in a really long time, is back for Chelsea again, and that could be vital because he uh, he he was a really really good player for Leicester when he was there. And uh, now that he's at Chelsea, he could be, you know, part of a real uh, change-up in that Chelsea defence. And he could do well. Uh, Brennan Johnson, two goals for Nottingham Forest. As I mentioned, they have a nice double in 29. He could be a nice differential for uh, FPL managers. Solomon, as I mentioned earlier, having a pretty good two or three games. Got himself a goal against Brentford. And then Liverpool players who done well. Salah, Nunes and Gakpo. The only issue I have with Liverpool players is that they have that double that doesn't look that good. I know they play Bournemouth in uh 27 but they have a blank in 28 
Um, so that could put people off. Obviously, uh, just looking at the doubles here as well when I'm at it, like Brighton have a blank in 28, Fulham blank, uh, Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United also have a blank along with West Ham. So that, that is, uh, they're just some of the players to watch out for, but Dara will have a bit more of a list for us in a couple of minutes time um and then let's see now what else yeah that is pretty much that is pretty much it for the fixtures over the next couple of weeks and when it regards captaincy um i'll just briefly give my opinion on it now i know uh, dara's got his own uh his own opinion and choice as well uh, for me i'm looking at ivan tony i just I, I like the idea of those two fixtures everton and southampton i know they're both the way but tony's in really good form and uh, he's definitely a player that I would uh, that I would consider putting the armband on. Uh, Matoma is the other player that's kind of been floating around in a lot of people's minds. Is he going to do well over the couple of game weeks? Um, it'd be hard to know. It'd be a hard decision to make. I don't think anyone's going to go for a single game week player. I think when it comes to doubles like that, the allure of the two fixtures is probably just uh, probably just too much for FBM managers. So um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see how the next day or so goes before making my decision. But they will be my top two picks: Matoma and Tony. Um, you could go for the likes of Rashford or Haaland or Kane. You know, Kane Kane is a fixture against Nottingham Forest. If you feel that he could go big uh, against them and uh, maybe score two or three goals, you know. But with Spurs at the minute, are you really willing to uh, put your <laughs> to put a banker on Spurs winning a game like that, even if it is at home uh, in the Premier League? We'll just have to wait and see. Okay, that's enough from me. Let's take a look, uh, or let's take a listen rather, to Daruan's voice note. He's going to give us his thoughts and opinions on his Game Week 26 and some tips ahead of Game Week 27 and 28. Let's take a listen. Hi Steve, I hope you're well and all of the listeners are too. I'm sending a voice note this week because my week is crazy busy and I'm not able to join you on the on Zoom for the podcast uh, hopefully we'll get back at it next week together. Uh, so I'll just update you on how I got on for game week 26 and uh, talk a little bit about game week 27 as well. So this first bit is going to talk about my team for performance and how I got on and it's probably going to be like a little bit of an FPL ter- therapy session because it was one of the worst weeks of fantasy football I think I've ever had it. It's up there in the top three anyway. Uh, it's, it didn't go well at all. Um, I'll go through some of my players first. To be honest, there's not many that performed. The only one is um, Estepunen for uh, Brighton. He got six points. Um, Haaland got four. And then Saka had his captain. He got two, so he got four overall. Um and I forgot to say, uh, I used my wild card this for game week 26. So I'm going through my team here. It might be a little bit different from last week, but that's why. Uh, so I had Odegaard, Rashford, Bruno Fernandes, Kane, Watkins, Rea. They all got two. And then Trippier got one and Zinchenko got one. So I ended up with 28 points. A shocking return. The average for the week was 43, which isn't great either overall but my 28 is well below that um so i'll talk a little bit about where it went wrong um before i do that i dropped like 331,000 places in the world so i'm down 
to like 771,000 um, overall in the rank. So it's absolutely terrible uh, week. Uh, where it went wrong, to be honest, things had been, hadn't been been going great anyway. Um, I'd been getting green, uh, red arrows, but I was still getting, you know, 60... 60 to 70, 70 to 80 points, which you would say is is decent, but still getting red arrows. So somewhere um, I thought I needed to do something about it. So I said, right, I'll use my wild card. I'll plan ahead for the next few game weeks. And it didn't go well at all. So basically I sold Salah. Um, he returned, he got 21 points. I sold Ben White for Arsenal. He returned, he got seven points. I chose Ollie Watkins over Tony, and Tony scored, I think he got seven or nine points. Watkins only got two. On my bench, I had Matoma, he got 13. Pinnock, he got seven. And then Ward, the goalkeeper, got 11. Matoma got a goal and assist, and Pinnock scored. Uh, so my bench actually ended up with from three players, Parade or Perut for Southampton didn't play. So for three players, they got 31 points. So my bench got 31 points from three players, whereas my team, I have 11, only got 28 points. So that says and speaks uh, volumes for how, how it went. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's my game week. And... I suppose that's the beautiful game and that's the way it is and it's a game at the end of the day. So we'll just keep going and I find sometimes that when you use a wild card the first week, or for me anyway, that it doesn't go well. You think it should, but then the weeks after um, sometimes can be better or improved. So I, I hopefully I'll beat the points total of 28 for uh, the game week 27. Um, so yeah, that's how I got on and I'll look now a little bit at the players who kind of impressed and had good stats and maybe some of them might be ones for the future transfers but with we have to remember with blanks and double game weeks that can affect our choices for these players to watch. So again, Foden is on the list, he's improving, he's getting points and he's producing the goods he got a goal they blank in game with 28 so it might put you off getting him and also they I think they're playing maybe Liverpool after that but they have um, a decent fixture next they are playing um, they're with Crystal Palace next one on the list is Philip Billing for Bournemouth he got 10 points but maybe Bournemouth players aren't the players you want to look for but he you're using a wild card he could be a fifth choice cheap option for your midfield spot you might want to put him on the bench some weeks Matty Cash uh, someone last year that was very good for the first half of the season and produced the goods in the last day of the season as well he got uh, 12 points and they have decent game decent fixtures there have a double game week in 29 as well which looks good um, McAllister and Matoma produced the goods they got 14 and 13 points respectively they got a goal and assist each and bonus points also McAllister got 3 and Matoma got 2 so they're playing very very well at the moment two goalkeepers this week 
of Sah made six saves. He got 11 points and he got three bonus points. Ward made four saves. He got 11 points and three bonus points. So I like to add in a goalie or two every week. Uh, Ward is very cheap. He's 4.0 or 4.1. Someone that has been on the bench for me and other a lot of other FPL players as well. Next up then is... Sorry, with Ward, I'll go back to Ward actually. He got 11 points, which is very unusual because they lost 1-0 to Southampton. But he got saves, he got bonus points. I think he saved a penalty. So even though they lost 1-0 and they conceded, he, he still got the three bonus points and the 11. Uh, Johnson for Nottingham Forest got two goals, 13 points. He's been, I think he was on our list last week as well, got three bonus points. Now, another bad, it was a bad week as well. I'm a United supporter, Manchester United supporter, and we got hammered by Liverpool. Uh, so, you have three Liverpool players I have here, Salah, Darwin, Robertson. Uh, they produced the goods and played very well and got the points, 21, 12, and 9 points. They blank in 28, and then they have tough fixtures away to City and Chelsea, and then I think home to Arsenal. So in my thinking when I sold Salah, that was when I was planning ahead. I was thinking those fixtures, but Salah can produce, as he proved the last day, he can produce against anyone. But that might put you off getting Liverpool players, but they have a nice fixture next. I think they're away to Bournemouth. Yeah, let me just check. That's right, yeah. And then last one is Tony. Double game week coming up. He's got five games in the next three game weeks. He got eight points, two bonus points, and he got a goal. We, I know we mentioned about maybe possible suspension because of the amount of cards he has, yellow cards, or as well with the... He's in court with his betting uh, problems or betting that, that the, that's gone against him. Um, so, yeah, that's my list for this week. You might have some more that you want to add or more that might be a little bit different to mine but I would say the target Brighton players and some Brentford players as well they have the double game week this week and both teams are on form captain picks uh, I would say your Brighton or your a Brighton player or a Brentford player possibly a Tony um, maybe a McAllister for Brighton they've got two games each Brighton are away to Leeds and Crystal Palace and home to Crystal Palace and then Everton, Tony, Brentford are away to Everton and away to Southampton. After that then your single game week you go for Salah against Bournemouth. Maybe some people will choose him over the double game week players because he got 21 points last the last game week. Rashford home to Southampton. And then after that, your usual guys, your Saka, away to Fulham, your Haaland is away to Palace. Haaland is due a, a big points return, so this could be the week for him. I would say, uh, so that's the captain picks, but I would say before I go, um, I have no listener questions this week. Steve, you might have some. For the next few weeks, watch out for the teams that are blanking in twenty eight. Look for the teams that are double game week in 27, which is probably mainly Brighton and Brentford you'll be looking at. And then for 29, have a look at the fixtures and see there's a lot of teams, majority of teams have a double game week. So maybe plan ahead if you're using a wild card. Um, so yeah, that's my game week and that's my 
uh, players to watch, captain picks, and a few tips there for the listeners. So hopefully, myself, and I'll be back with you, Steve, uh, next week on Zoom and for the podcast. So best of luck to all the listeners, and I'll chat to you all soon. Thanks a million to Dara Ruan once again for sending in that voice note from Dubai and uh, filling us in on his game week 26 and his plans for 27 and 28. So I suppose a lot of the stuff that we're kind of reiterating, I mean, it's all pretty much the same thing, you know, double up on your Brighton players. You know, there's good captaincy options there as well, if you wish. Uh, some of the players that Dara's mentioned as well, you know, pretty good options to bring in ahead of the next couple of game weeks and uh yeah i mean i can't really add too much more to that we didn't have any listener questions this week so hopefully we can get a couple of uh questions in next week if you have any questions for us make sure send them on over to our twitter page or instagram uh at fantasyland fpl nothing is off limits ask us anything you want and we will try our best to get to it that's it for the podcast this week. We'll leave it at that and we will get into, we will tackle game week 27 and we'll come back, pick up the pieces and uh, see how we got on uh, next week ahead of game week 28. It's hard to believe we're already heading towards game week 30. We're getting really close to game week 30 now and imagine that we'll be only eight game weeks then left of the season. So best of luck for the weekend. Hope it goes well. And uh, we will talk to you early next week uh, with another podcast. So we'll see you soon. Talk to you later. Best of luck. And uh, yeah, take care.